0: Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life podcast. This is number 74. Uh, Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Pulp30 is the code to save at fxrracing.com. Simply type it in at fxrracing.com and you can get the same gear. That Ronnie Stewart and others wear. Uh, thanks to the folks at FXR Racing for making this happen. And Race Tech Suspension and Motors as well. Ben LeMay, Thomas Ravenhorst, uh, Mike Alessi, Tyler Medellia, lots of guys uh, use Race Tech Suspension. Call there, mention Popamex, and they'll give you a deal on uh, suspension work or motor work. Get your oil changed, get the suspension revalved, get your motor rebuilt, uh, get it, uh, hop it up a little bit. Whatever you need from the folks at Race Tech, they can dial you in. And also, to presented by Maxis, Maxis Tires, the Cat. AJ Cantanzaro running MXSTs right now in Supercross, developed by the king, Jeremy McGrath, Maxis.com. Great mountain bike tires as well from the folks at Maxis. So please check them out, and uh, we thank everybody for tuning in and listening. With me on the line, uh, coming off a strong performance uh, at the Triple Crown Race. Uh, You know his name. He's been around for a little while. He's a little resurgent, though, lately, which is cool to see. Ronnie Stewart, what's up, R. Stu? How are you, man? (laughs)
1: I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you doing?
0: I'm good. Thank you for coming on. It's uh it's been a while since we talked, but uh man, nice work at A two.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. Um I appreciate it. And uh yeah, thank you. It's been great so far qualifying two out of the three main events and having fun and enjoying it.
0: Look, you're one of the guys we look at for Pulpamex fantasy, right? Um <laughs> and, I, and I saw you out there six oh six at eight at A one, but you qualified thirty eighth, Ronnie. <laughs> yeah. I was, yeah, wor- I was I was worried.
1: <laughs> yeah, so um you know, I've had a very strong off season mm-hmm. and I I knew I wasn't going to be on anybody's radar based off of uh, 2018, but um I did have a little chuckle like I do keep up with with you and the other guys um that are popular um on the fantasy and I'm like I bet you nobody's going to pick me but um you know uh maybe, you know, we'll see what happens but yeah it it, my qualifying time definitely didn't reflect on how well I was riding um the night show um I didn't get the qualifying position but I did really well I had poor starts but Mm -hmm. um rode, rode well and um then I was able to put it all together in in uh in Phoenix and
0: a two. Yeah, absolutely. This weekend, so Triple Crown format, as everybody knows, you rode yourself into qualifying spot passing Carlin Gardner, who was two for two in the mains, and, uh, yep. and you pulled away from him. Um, let's let's talk about that, yep. first of all. Triple Crowns, I love them, but I hate them for privateers, man, because I like you guys and getting spotlights in you, and sometimes the LCQs are some of the best races of the night. So how do you feel about these things? I mean, obviously, you got in, so you love them, but what do you think of the Triple <laughs> Crowns?
1: Oh, it's funny. Uh, I was having this conversation right before the LCQ and I said, basically, you know, ask me in about a half hour about the (laughs) triple crown, but, um, you know, there's a lot of uh, mixed opinions. I think majority of the writers, uh, typically don't like it, Mm -hmm. uh, for, for, for me, I, I only, uh, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough deal because getting top 18 is, is very difficult in, in practice. I was twenty second, um, but you know, still not good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, then, you, then you only have one shot to make it, and um, I feel like I have two shots typically, heat and LCQ. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it's difficult, but it was really cool going to the night show already being qualified yeah. in. That yeah. that was a great great experience. Um, so, so um, I have mixed the feeling yeah. mixed feelings about it. But uh, the biggest thing is is um, the reason why I dislike it is you mentioned before, uh, we came on, um, for, for five years, we had a sponsor that we, it was all about the entertainment, um, and the hospitality that we provided during the day. And if, if I wasn't in the night show, let's say every one of these races were triple crowns and Mm -hmm. you're not in it, you know, then it's like, it kind of cuts us off, um, with, with, you know, the ability to connect with the fans and then have them somebody have them uh root for you during the night. So it, it's not good in, in yep. for the privateers uh, yeah. but it's good for some of the factory guys, but some of them don't like it. There's so many mixed yeah. I, feelings about it.
0: I I know I love them, dude. I think they're awesome, but I do feel for a guy like you who built his own team a few years ago or or Bowers or anybody else that you know has this presence the BWR guys. Like, you know, you're just Hey, we're packed up at six thirty. We're going home, or whatever. Like, I get it, man. It's really difficult. Yeah, I I know. I totally get it. Um, also, too, for you, I think now maybe I got this wrong, but you strike me more as a racer than a fast lap qualifier guy. You know, like I, that's just what I think of when I think of you. I don't think of you as blazing speed, lay down a heater, Justin Hill guy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. My dad actually uh, commented a few times this offseason, just saying, you know, I'd like to see you try to get some better qualifying times. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we all know that you can do well when you're when you're on point um, racing wise. So, so I'm working on it, working on getting getting those heaters down and yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Um, how'd you like the Husky? How do you like the Husqvarna?
1: I absolutely love the Husqvarna uh, from the very start. I just love the way it moves. I definitely feel the weight difference, um, the, the, the way the bike flexes. And um, I, I, I just seem to really gel with it. And it's uh, fr- from the very first time riding Supercross in the beginning of November, it's been like, wow, this, this bike is great
0: came up the other day about you on the pulp show and we were saying you were from jersey but you're not from jersey but I, why are you from jersey why do we think you're from jersey what, what can you solve this for us like seriously because <laughs> you're from pa also like people are like no he's on the he's on the jersey border of p i'm just like i don't know where ronnie stew's from <laughs> yeah.
1: so uh so backtrack from the very beginning uh-huh. i was born a couple minutes from metlife stadium okay. so All my right. family surrounds my family surrounds. East Rutherford, uh, like my, my, yeah. my mom, my dad, you know, uncles, mm-hmm. aunts. Now we moved about 40 minutes away from there, um, in a, a town called Hackettstown, New Jersey. And then, um, when my parents got divorced at 10 years old, my dad and I moved like 11 times. So we were constantly in and out of New Jersey, but my mom moved from Hackettstown to East end, which is, on the river of new jersey and pa so for the longest time okay. i had an east in pa address <laughs> but you know you're spending most of your time in new jersey whatever i mean it's an hour from metlife stadium my local track always was Englishtown, new jersey okay. um, so so we always considered uh myself from new jersey i've lived most of my life there um okay. now my address is even more confusing because I'm using <laughs> yeah. a main main address at the moment. So I don't even know where I'm from at the moment, okay. really, wherever right. the rig is. Bought.
0: Well, Wygant's trying to claim <laughs> you as Jersey. So let's just, this, you're just Jersey. You're fine. I think you're fine, <laughs> right? Like, yeah.
1: Yeah, that works. W- whatever.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that works. Um, so you talked about Husqvarna and liking it. Uh, why the switch to him and how did you switch to him and, and all of that? And is your bike a uh, Rockstar edition?
1: My bike is not a Rockstar Edition. The only difference is like the graphics and the seat cover and the um, whole shot button Mm -hmm. and the slip-on exhaust. So none of the things that I was going to use. It's just a 2019. Mm -hmm. um, Got it from a dealership um, that I've been working with for 12 years um, in New Jersey, in Toms River, New Jersey, Ocean County Power Sports. And uh, so I was going to switch back. Uh, when I left Suzuki, I was on Suzuki's for eleven years, yep. and um, so last off season in uh, late November, I was going to switch to Husky, but they weren't ready at the dealership. So um, they're Honda and Suzuki. So I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know what? Let's try the Honda. Mm-hmm. And uh, but if they would have had, if they would have had the Huskies Husky, available, yeah. I would I would have went right away because um, the last few years have been extremely intrigued and impressed with the brand right. and uh, I, I wanted to give I've always wanted to give them a try
0: look we, we saw you kind of burst onto the scene with your with your own team micro built Suzuki you had some great rides you got national numbers everything yep. else uh riding well uh last year and maybe the the half year after that couldn't have gone much worse for you I'm pumped to see you riding better getting into these mains it, it's been a bit of a stretch for you, a tough stretch for you
1: yeah it's been extremely um you know yeah i mean basically in a nutshell 2014 was a breakthrough so to speak year for me where i made nine main events and earned national number 69 um then then it was 88 um then uh 606 and then 78 but yeah. I've had a lot of struggles. Um, I don't really like to publicize them because I, I try the best I can to stand for and represent all that's good about the sport. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you, you know, as well, you know, better than, you know, as good as anybody else that there's, there's a lot of struggles and, um, I've had my fair share of, of small injuries and struggles along the way that mm-hmm. have really prevented me from, um, you know, striving, but it just feels great to kind of, you know, I, I've been, on a downward slope for a few years actually. And uh, it feels awesome to be totally rebounding and Mm -hmm. um, heading up. And that was my main goal. Um, 2018, I had to regroup, um, for probably for obvious reasons and, uh, went back, spent the summer off the bike, worked a different job. Wow. You really Um, did, huh?
0: Wow. Check you out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I, um, I did do schools. I did six riding schools. I've been doing that uh, to supplement my income for since I was 17. Right. Uh, but I also worked uh, construction, just something to get my mind off of sure. of everything. And, um, you know, it, it was a real refresher and it made me extremely motivated to get back in the game. And, uh, you know, when you're, Towards the towards the end of my my working duty when it was when it was uh, August and September, mm-hmm. you know you, you know you're motivated when you're up at four thirty to go <laughs> to work, um, and then you're in the gym at four thirty in the evening after working ten hours. You know you're motivated, so yeah, um, it's it's been great. There's been a few key people that have uh, made it happen for me to get back in and. Um, it's I'm super thrilled and extremely motivated to do well.
0: Yeah, and look, it's early. It's only three rounds down. You're two for three. You know, you don't know how this is going to go, but that's even after hearing yeah. that, you got to be. This is a nice little comeback story. You got to be really stoked. Like, you know, you're putting it in the main event again. And this is look. Uh, everyone says it's always a deep field, and, and that is true to a certain extent. But this is insane. Like A Ray pointed out to me, out of the top 18 at uh, Anaheim two that qualified. Him and Freeze were the only guys in the top 18 who had not won a race, which is nuts. Um, you know, so <laughs> yeah. he wanted extra points for that. By the way, he thought he should get extra points. But, uh, <laughs> but, 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 so this has got to be really sweet for you, Ronnie, to uh, get back to your older level.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's totally, totally sweet. Um, you know, I I'm very tough on myself, and my goal is to make myself proud, and um, I've been doing that you know and and like you said there's there's you never know what's going to happen there's ups and downs there's ton tons of fast riders Mm -hmm. and um you know there's always adversity i mean that's like supercross and adversity go hand (laughs) in hand but um but you know um I'm, i'm just uh yeah super thrilled with how it's going so far and gonna just keep trying my best and keep trying to make myself proud
0: what uh What's been a thing that you're most improved on from the old Ronnie Stewart? Do you think, as far as your riding? Uh, is there something that you, you worked on in the off season, or is there something that you're you're way better at than you were? Uh, how do you feel compared to you know the nine main event Ronnie Stewart from a few years ago?
1: You know that's an interesting question because going into the season, I've only I've only talked about this with my inner circle because I don't want I didn't want him to speak too loudly and i Mm -hmm. still don't really want to but i i i really do feel that i'm actually um at the best i've ever been or at least the same as that 2014 Mm -hmm. self so uh so it's been great but uh what i would contribute it to the most uh would be would be uh feeling comfortable on my bike Mm -hmm. and being um you know being strong physically and mentally mm-hmm. so, you know so that that up you know that uh yeah.
0: funny uh yeah. funny how this sport is they, uh, my buddy chris kiefer who does a, he, he loves to harp on home life home life this is why this guy's doing good home life barsha got married home life is good you know he's not out chasing chicks mm-hmm. or whatever i don't know if he did that but just an example and and it, so kiefer's whole thing is like mentally if things are settled in your life and 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 calm and then other things find uh, other things will fall into place. I'm not 100% buying that because I'm pretty sure McGrath was uh banging all the trophy girls and still winning races, but Ronnie, uh you know, there is something to that, right?
1: There there is. Absolutely there is. Um I mean in I was more financially stable um a few years ago when mm-hmm. I wasn't doing as well. Yep. Um but I didn't have the component of being um, healthy physically. And when you're not physically healthy, you're not mentally healthy. And if you're not comfortable on your bike, it's just, yeah. it's all this, you know, it, it's everything. But, um, I do agree with him with, you know, um, having a good
0: state bl- of mind, you know, really. yeah. St- yeah, yeah, state of mind, yeah. of course. Um, so Anaheim to 2020 in the three mains, uh, I never saw you. Uh, I saw you down once. I know that for sure. Um, well, how'd it go for you in the three mains? Good. Uh,
1: Anaheim two wasn't a weekend that I would, that I would refer to as like firing on all cylinders mm-hmm. for myself. Um, being those rhythms uh i chose
0: (laughs) i opted i opted
1: out of the rhythms um it's just i would too big i would too bro (laughs) it was pretty big uh going into the last practice i'm pumping myself up to do it yeah and then i lined up and i noticed that it was in the shade for our last practice so then i'm like i don't know if i'm gonna do it so (laughs) it's extremely difficult to you know to go i've never I've never done that rhythm where you go from a table over three foot or step onto another table. And mm-hmm. then when you made the turn and you go step on, step off and then go four. that's extremely difficult to go step on, step off and then get the rhythm yeah. to go. Like, it's a kind of like a three, kind of like a four depends to, you, you know, how yep. you want to look at it. Yeah, but yeah. it was, it was extremely technical and, um, you know, I did not do it. And I, I think that's, uh that probably could have been the difference of of me, you know, being closer to the eighteen uh mark and qualifying. Mm-hmm. But uh but I just wasn't feeling, you know, like Superman that day. So I was just like trying to be more, you know, consistent yeah. and um I qualified twenty second, which I thought was great. And um uh, luckily I didn't have to do it in the L C Q and then going to the line, I'm like, should I should I do this? <laughs> and um yeah. You know, I'm like, you know, I, I don't know if I can do it uh, three main events in a row and consistent. And, and, and again, going back to I just wasn't feeling a hundred percent like like this is my breakthrough night. So I just played it consistent and I did not do that rhythm. But um, in the future, when I'm on the same sequence as everybody else, that's when, you know, it's really going to help me mentally try to get far into the mix well in the main main event
0: it's the old story right like you could go for that and do it and you mess up once and the consequences are big or you can do 15 minutes plus a lap this way and never screw it up you know Def-
1: definitely and and another thing to consider is it's dangerous for everybody like if i get a 10th place start and i'm on a different rhythm than everybody else it's just dangerous for all of us yeah you know yeah. um I don't want to put anybody in, in that position, myself or anybody else. So, um, so I was just gonna, yeah, like you said, be mm-hmm. consistent. And then, you know, the night that I'm doing on the same rhythm as everybody else, that's the night that I'm, you know, gonna try to, you know, break yeah. into the 17, 18, you
0: know, position. Look, never mind that you you said you opted out of it. Um, and I get it because it's big. And never mind the fact that it's big and it takes timing. Nicoletti was sitting next to me in the press box uh, all night, and he was f- losing his mind that the track crew was not fixing those ruts up the faces of those yeah. huge jumps. Like he was like, "What are they doing? They're look at these assholes! Go fix it!" Yeah. Like, like, like. Yeah. So you have this huge jump, and then they're not fixing these ruts. And God bless you guys that are sending it through the ruts. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, I-, I don't know. I-, I don't blame you, man.
1: <laughs> but they, but they did do a great everywhere else yeah <laughs> they i did know. maintain the track as a whole pretty well but yeah there was a couple of those sections that were yeah uh ben lemay actually in the lcq he went for a wild ride i thought he was going to crash on the first lap in
0: that oh i rhythm. didn't i didn't miss that one yeah um yeah. uh how about those whoops for the first practice
1: <laughs> yeah i mean jeez
0: i I, oh.
1: I was like you know I, i'm like okay most of these guys, I was in the A practice. Most of these guys aren't going through it. I'm not going through it yeah. until I absolutely have to. Like, if they don't tear him down for the second one, then I'll I'll go through it. But yeah. it was funny. Like, I was behind Reed the one lap, and and I thought to myself, I'm watch this. The 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 oldest guy in the class is going to show all
0: of us. Yeah, like,
1: yeah. don't even worry about it." And sure enough, he goes wide, squares it up, and just goes right through. <laughs>
0: And you're like, oh, but, all right, thanks. Thanks a lot. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, they were so big, dude. The unseated 250 guys wasn't pretty. It was yeah, not pretty. Was... Um, Well, uh, Ronnie Stewart here on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast. This is number 74 presented by Maxis. Uh, use the code PULP30 at checkout at Racing.com and uh, also to PULP19Racetech.com uh, as well. Uh, Speaking of R- FXR, FXR, Ronnie, uh, how do you like your stuff?
1: I love the FXR, great people, um, awesome products. So, you know, I I really like that day. Instead of trying to, you know, support one or two top guys, they they seem to spread it around the pits. And, you know, it's nice that they're, you know, able to, they see the value in in the privateers. Um, So Mm -hmm. I, I, this is my second year and I'm uh, super thrilled to be, part of the FXR Moto family. It's
0: good stuff, right? People may not know them. Obviously, they're a Canadian company. A uh, buddy of mine work for them. Andy White's a good friend of mine as well. Uh, it's really quality stuff.
1: Yeah, I've, I haven't had any issues with it, so it, it's awesome.
0: Just don't ask Andy for custom butt patches. It, t- it just <laughs> takes too long. It just takes too long. Um, uh, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Uh, so, hey, uh, a lot of us remember you on the Microbuilt Suzuki. You had your own team for a little while there uh things were rolling along and uh, you alluded to you know obviously worse financial shape now than you were when you had uh, bigger sponsors but at the same time a lot of pressure with a situation like that right a lot of things got to fall into place and and a lot of phone calls and i mean look i'm not saying like you know you you know you wouldn't like to be have a huge title sponsor again but but it's not all roses uh uh, once you get inside big things like that
1: yeah you're you're Totally right. Um, it's it was a great experience to build up, you know, the team for five years, and to have uh, Microbuilt and PRBC on board with us, and and then our partnership with Suzuki. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just really, you know, uh, learned so much about business and and everything. So super thankful for that. Uh, but you know, we really we really needed a little bit more industry participation um, from from the foundation. Uh, the the promoters and the manufacturers and we just we weren't able to to find that that um that assistance and in, in partnership um that we needed for 2018 and uh since that happened uh microbilt changed their marketing objectives and moved in a different direction which uh was really disappointing but um I have absolutely no regrets I you know did yeah. everything that I possibly could have and um, yeah. On one hand, it was great. Um, everything looked awesome at the race, but yeah, it was it was a ton of work, really difficult, and in a lot of ways, my program now is uh, since it's more low key, it's, yeah. it's actually better um, in a lot of ways what for, you, resu- for results on the track. Yeah, for
0: your riding itself, right? What yeah. um, what would you do different if you had to do it over again? What What did you looking back on it? Was there something that you would change?
1: Uh. <laughs> I would change, I would try to network, um, and I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be, uh, sometimes you could be, uh, too loyal in, in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I wish I would have networked around a little bit more for, for, uh, you know, some, uh, some more opportunity. We, when it came down to it, um, and in, in, in the off season of 2017, mm-hmm. we, we just didn't have enough time because we were just um, very like never trying to have a, a plan B. Yeah, yeah, right,
0: um, right. So
1: when it when it was a month before the you know season opener, we just didn't have enough time. And then um, you know since since I I couldn't provide a, a full team, you know Microbilt just wasn't interested anymore. So uh, really ninety five percent of it I I wouldn't have uh, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have changed. But there's always things that you learn, and you say, "Oh man, you know, yeah, of course, you know, I, I would do this better, or I would do this differently." Uh-huh. Um, and that that's just part of learning and, and growing.
0: Yeah, um, no, so. absolutely. What what was Microbill? Was it a VC guy who had a, a company going or something? What what, what was it?
1: No, uh, Microbill provided data for uh, alternative uh, credit finance companies. Oh, okay. So All right. So they so they so they would go and uh, they have they like they have data on everybody and and they use that they use that like they they uh, they know like in cheyenne wyoming like or wherever they know like what type of demographic uses crest toothpaste oh, okay and and how many times they log on to their bank statements during uh you know per day and all this different data that um the credit uh, finance companies use to, you know, assess the risk. So, so that was, that was that. And they had, um, the client clients in every city Mm -hmm. in the country and we would bring them in, make them feel special, educate them about the sport. Most of them were new, although we did it for five years and, uh, it was, it was really successful. And then their sister company was PRBC. And, Mm -hmm. and that was a, that was an alternative credit score, which, uh, we really pushed, to the consumers that was a consumer product so it was a real really great deal um you know it just yeah. uh How, you know most oh, go ahead most companies they they market um in one direction for about five years and then they shift yeah. just to just to keep from getting stale
0: yeah or somebody else comes in power and they want to do something else or whatever it's it's a it's a randomization um a few years there's a few times in those years that you were rumored to be talking to some pretty good guys about doing some things, and I know Wheeler at Suzuki was uh, trying to place somebody with you, and and you were trying to make how close yeah, that how yeah. close did that come happening to to you know one of the bigger names in our sport to riding for you?
1: Oh yeah, we were so close. I mean we've we had conversations with with Malcolm, and we had conversations um, with Michelleia. we had conversations um, you know potentially with Reed mm-hmm. um, and and uh, Barsha even yep, yep. so. Yeah, we we were really trying. We were trying hard. Um, you know, I, I realized that I was on a mission to try to try to show the manufacturers and show the industry that we can create value without going on being on the podium. But then mm-hmm. I realized that they're still they still want somebody that has that star, you yeah. know, elite. So then we were. So then we. We were trying to gear that that um, we were trying to gear up for it. We started with having some some riders at my level on board with us, and then we were gearing up for getting that Mm -hmm. that next guy. And uh, yeah, we we've had we had a lot of conversations with a few agents, and uh, we were close. Like we were trying to get, um, yeah, some of the bigger sponsors that you see around in the pits. We were trying to make it happen, but it didn't. But yeah we we were close
0: (laughs) yeah i know it was cool it's cool to see and any team going away in the sport sucks you know i mean mike genova was was in here at the pulp show you know two months ago and says he goes through a million dollars a year and is the and he got audited and the irs guy was like telling him he's crazy
1: (laughs) oh yeah i mean i mean that's we we were um we were almost five really yeah yeah
0: yeah. so i mean yeah there you go right um so okay, so yeah, you're doing it You're on your own. Uh what's your program right now? Like are you just driving? Do you got a guy that's driving your, your van or whatever? What do you, what's your program right now? No, uh
1: my program is is pretty bare bones. Uh it's stripped down to the basic level. So last weekend, um, you know, sometimes it's just my wife and I. Yep. And uh so she actually came down to the line with me. Uh so it's just uh, you know, sometimes we have some friends at the race to help, but um, I do my own work, my own travel, everything.
0: So you're like driving. That. You're driving. Um
1: yeah, we're driving, we're trying to do as many races as possible. Um, it's, it's, there's also a factor. My wife works, um, out of company based out of Portland or, uh, Maine. Okay. So she works, she works remotely. So, um, we have to, we have to also take that into consideration yep. with our travel schedule. Sure. And, um, the other night we were talking and it, it doesn't look like I'm going to be able to make it to uh, Minneapolis, unfortunately. Right. But, um, You know the the motto is you know just remembering that um, nothing is going to be perfect. I tried to make things perfect for a few years when we had more budget, and Mm -hmm. it it still still wasn't perfect. So you know if if there's a few rounds that I can't get to, um, that's okay. I'll just keep focusing on quality over quantity and and be more be more ready for Dallas. And, yeah, it's uh, a
0: it, yeah. It, yeah. It is a Minneapolis is a an outlier in the schedule for sure. It's kind of weird, just plopped into there, and we're heading. Everyone's going to head up north and in the cold in, in February. You know, it's kind of a weird deal, but that's stadium availability and things like that. So, um, all right. Uh, what else can we talk about here? So, yeah, let's let's go into the uh, upcoming. So outside of Minneapolis, you want to do most of them, or you want to do all of them, and you're driving.
1: Yeah, I'm driving. Yeah. Um, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, uh, I'm driving i want to do them all and uh kudos to you when when i heard about the lcq championship yeah bro i i, I told Brooke i'm like it's it's worth it to go to these races because going in the <laughs> season i'm like i'm not gonna do minneapolis um not because i don't want to but you know you just can't do them all um sometimes um seattle denver and vegas yeah and I'm like, you know what? I need to figure out how I can do this because (laughs) even if I don't make the main event, getting those points, I mean, it's great, you know? So, uh, well, you're going too
0: fast though, Ronnie, you got to slow it down.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I know. I mean, I, (laughs) as much as it'd be great to win the money, I would actually rather be in the main events. So, uh, you know, uh, yeah. So I, I don't know. I still making the main events. It's still super difficult. Um, I'm nervous about taking the rig and the van up into that environment. You know, you have yep. to go through the Colorado and you have to go through cold climates just to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm nervous about it. I I don't know if I'm going to do that. And I was thinking about trying to bring the van, uh, park in, in Texas and bring the van. But just logistically, it's yeah, difficult yeah. as a work schedule. And, um, you know, I don't know if I'm going to be able to.
0: You know, I, I think I think the winner of that thing. We're we're spreading the money out over the top three. It's twenty bucks to win a brand new uh, twenty nineteen Yamaha YZ four fifty, all done up with our sponsors. One hundred percent of the money goes to privateers like Ronnie Stew. I think so, I think the winner is gonna. It's over thirteen grand right now, and I mean that's if we can get twenty, that's fifteen k for the winner. You know, yeah. that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, that is that is super cool. I mean, um, yeah, what you utilizing your resources and your knowledge to put something like that together. That's what, that's what is, is great. I mean, hopefully more people get on board with yeah. doing things like that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I don't, when I think of you and you're riding, I don't know if you're a better soupy guy or a motocross guy, to be honest. What do you like better? What do you feel like you're better at?
1: Well, I mean, I, I've actually, so I've had, some good rides outdoors and yeah. uh always been solid you know been able to whatever pace i'm at i could usually keep that pace going um but i've also had some good rides it, it's so hard to say it's 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 per year based
0: mm-hmm. um yeah you feel different <laughs> you feel better at different times for different races yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah.
1: 2017 the, the um 2017 for example I only made three main events, and it was towards the end of the season. It was like the last three, mm-hmm. and then outdoors, I had my best ever outdoor season. So it was like, yeah, you know,
0: how does yeah, how, how you figure that out, right? Yeah, <laughs> I just you're back east guy, you're Jersey guy, you're outdoor. That's motocross, right? So yeah, I don't know. Um, hey, s- growing up, was Bear Dog your hero in Jersey? He
1: he was.
0: Yeah, Bear so, Dog.
1: For the longest time, he would he would beat me until I was like eighteen. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. he, he was super fast and really knowledgeable. And then I always trained with him in the sand pits
0: <laughs> down south. <laughs>
1: and he would he would be you know he would be like a yeah. you know first last trainer, and yeah, he's great.
0: Bear dog, he's just definitely. a legend, just a legend, right?
1: Yeah. Um, I've never seen him injured except for right now. He's got an injured shoulder.
0: Uh, have you ever been to his house? I have. Yep. How much, how many Suzuki parts and Suzuki bikes does he have?
1: Yeah. He's got He has his fair share. <laughs> Dude. He's a he, uh, holy cow. He's yeah.
0: You he could have, you I, could probably go to bear dog's house and be like, Hey, I need an axle for a 96 RM 250 Boom. He'd pull it out. Yeah. It'd be no yeah. problem. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. He, he I, I'd love to get him on one of these. I need to talk to him. Bear Dog's not a big like podcast guy, you know?
1: No, but you should, you really should.
0: Uh, I, I need you to put a word in know. for me. I need you to put a word and be like, Hey, Barry, sit down for an hour and talk to this guy. Okay. I need, I need, I need the, I need you to put a word in for me. Uh, Ronnie Stewart, uh, FXR racing, race, tech suspension, privateer Island life pod number 74 presented by maxis tires, uh, MXST tire used by the cat right now in supercross, uh, no doubt, Ronnie Stu and the cat will be banging bars at some of these races coming up. I'm sure. Um, so, for your program for this year, Ronnie, what what would you like to what would you like to change? What what could you use right now the most? I mean, obviously, money is the easiest answer, but what what uh what would really help your program out?
1: What we're what we're trying to do is um, get another set of forks. Yep. So, because I I have two bikes and. Um, to get another set of forks and then to try to put a bike on somebody's rig that that's the next yep. that's like the next step um that way I can be a little bit more grounded during the week mm-hmm. and um get to couple of the races a little easier on the east coast and and be able to actually do Denver do Seattle right, and Van- right. um but you know so so that's pretty much. You know, that's, that's the next step. Um, yep. you know, Brooke, we talked about last night trying to, she, she was like, well, what, what do you think about trying to get, you know, an intern or a, a mechanic that wants to get his feet wet and mm-hmm. he can travel with us? And, um, that's, that's really, that's really not something that's not my next step. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't mind doing the bike work. It's, it's more, just trying to actually get to the some of the races that I just don't think I can make happen by myself. Right. That that's the next thing about my program.
0: Yeah, that would that would definitely help for sure. Um, who's helping you? Who do you want to thank?
1: Yeah, definitely. So, I I have a f- a few people that are really making this happen for me, but I'm not going to mention their names. Um, but as far as companies go, um, Liberty Elevator Corporation, I C Racers Tape. Uh, those are really two cool, cool sponsors. Uh-huh. Um, Liberty is out of the Big Apple and ISC Racers Tape. I don't know if you've ever noticed, but um, the tape that's on the bottom of the the rows of the seats in Supercross, that, that tape. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: ISC Tape. And they also use this like duct tape. Oh. Um, the, the series uses it. Um, they're out of Pennsylvania. Oh, really I didn't cool
0: know this. Soccer. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, 50-yard line sports bar, FXR, Hellbound Racing. Decal Works, Best Original Graphics, um, Ocean County Power Sports, Factory Connection, Pirelli, Hints, Hinson Clutch Components, Sunstar, Asterix, Yoshimira, Works Connection, Moto Stuff, WUSA, Oakley, DT1 Filter Service, Beachside Snacks, and Engine Ice. Sweet. Um, those, those are my sponsors for 2019.
0: How you like the Pirelli tires? I didn't realize you were running Pirellis. How do you like them? I've
1: been running Pirelli since 2009 with the exception of like two seasons when uh-huh. I had to run Dunlop. But um, I, I believe in the product um, because they they race what they sell. Mm-hmm. So I, I really like that. So um, I'm a Pirelli fan all the way.
0: Yeah. No, that's cool. Um, well, hey, man. Thanks for doing this. I really appreciate it. Uh, it's really Bye. cool to see you back in the mains. And uh, a comeback story is always cool. I mean, obviously, you know. We, we've seen you for a number of years, but it's nice to see you riding uh, really well again and, and see the 606 in, in mains. Um, thanks for the input on the New Jersey LCQ semi story that RacerX ran.
1: Yeah, that was really neat. That was cool.
0: Yeah, that was fantastic race. I Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> so many levels. <laughs> so, oh, my gosh. Oh, your, some of your quotes <laughs> were hilarious in there, so it was great. <laughs> yeah thanks for coming on the show man i really appreciate fxr racing the same gear that ronnie stewart runs as well as at race tech and presented by maxis this has been the privateer island life pod thanks ronnie and we will see you this weekend in oakland man thanks for your time
1: i'll see you this weekend thank you